Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria the Spiritual Homegirl. We are back with a bedtime Spiritual Homegirl podcast episode. By the time y'all hear this, it might be morning time because I'm recording this kind of late. But I wanted to share a story time about expectations. But before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choosing them in your ears for about a week. I mean, for about an hour <laughs> once a week. And I hella appreciate that. Bear with me, y'all. It's late. And even I've been saying this phrase for almost five years straight. Sometimes, you know, we get a little fumbly out here. Um, But I wanted to share with y'all this episode because, honestly, I probably should have waited. I probably should have waited until I got this audio to my producer extraordinaire. But y'all know how I do. When y'all don't hear no theme music, y'all know that it's something that more than likely could not wait until... I got the um the podcast edited. So it meant that it was on my heart and I had to share it. So what happened was I was stumbling across some things that were taken on on this date from years past. And it reminded me of something that I had been meaning to tell y'all, but I hadn't told y'all about expectations. So given that it's been about three years since this happened, I wanted to share a story time about how expectations can really knock us out of the running for whatever it is that we're expecting um, or who we're having these expectations from. So basically, expectations can really have us looking real um, non-attractive <laughs> out here. <laughs> so y'all know me. Y'all know I love to tell a nice story time. But um, what I don't do is I don't do mess. So, hold on, let me get this. All right, there we go. So, um, yeah, I'm going to tell the story. I'm not going <laughs> to... Yeah, let me just tell the story. So, what happened was... And this is actually why I don't do a lot of DM conversations because of this this uh, story amongst some other incidents that happened. I was like, nope, mm-mm, I can't do it. So, what happened was there was this guy. He And this is another reason why I say blue checks and money don't automatically make you fly. And if you follow me on Spiritual Homegirl on Instagram... You'll see that post and, you know, and there's I've met a lot of corny dudes that are blue checks or have money. Um, And just because you have a blue check or money or both doesn't mean you're just automatically a fly guy or a fly gal or a fly person if you don't identify as either. Um, So this was just a reminder that having both did make you fly. So there was this guy that I knew. I didn't know him, but I knew him on social media like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, y'all know how I go on social media. You know, y'all show love, it's respect, whatever, whatever. And he was telling me, hey, I understand you're new in business. I'm good in business. This is what you should do um, when it comes to getting your, your store set up, blah, blah, blah. So he was putting me on game. I should have known then. I knew then, but I didn't know how far he was going to take it. So... <laughs> So he's like on me tough. And when I say on me tough, y'all know how I go. When somebody being your DMs just landing on extra thick to the point where it's like, all right, like, come on, like, chill out, bro. Like, it's a little, it's getting a little disingenuous around here. It's getting a little ingenuous around here. Like, let's not throw on the extras. When we get married, you don't know my last name. Like, he was throwing it on thick, y'all. We gonna get married, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you finna move to California. So, you know, I'm already here. So that means me and you gonna link up. So that means we finna get married by February. My goal is to uh, be married by February. 
I see, I see you. I already see everything. I love everything about you. I love your energy. I love your vibe. I love your mission. I love everything you stand for. You talk sexy the whole nine. I've heard all this before. And I'm sure all of y'all have too. Anytime somebody laid on extra thick, they tell y'all the stuff that everybody done told you. But they tell you like in a very dramatic way or they tell you twice. And you're just like, man, what? Okay. Like, thank you. But I don't really know if you really keeping it real right now. You know, you might be. I'm always about the gas, right? Like, you know, go where your love is celebrated. But sometimes gas, all gas ain't gas. Good gas, I should say. All gas ain't good gas. Sometimes you get uh, the gas that helps your car, you know, the mileage efficiency. It helps you go a little bit further. And then you get the gas that um, fills your tank up. But then you stuck on the side of the road because it done did something to your um to your engine or something. <laughs> I don't know. Y- y- y'all know when you get cheap gas, cheap gas don't really, it don't really move like real, you know, good quality gas. So he was giving me cheap gas and I peeped that. But I said, you know what? You know, he, he, you know, maybe this is just the way he is, whatever. Like I'm not, I'm not tripping. Um, and plus, like I said, I, I don't fall in love in the DMs. Like I don't. And what I mean by that is I don't automatically fall for somebody because they're in my DMs giving me lots of flattery. Actually, um, but at the same time, no, I don't find guys attractive that do the complete opposite. Because sometimes guys think that they have to be a-holes in order to get a woman's attention. And that's not me either. I'll leave you where you're at. I'll, I'll literally pick you up under a rock and then I'll see you being an a-hole. And I'll put that right, right, right on back down. And I'll leave you under the rock. Yeah, I found you. So it's cool. But what happened was he's giving me the game with the business. I'm like, thank you. He's like, you know, I want to, I want to kick it with you. I want to get to know you. I want to know everything about you. I want to be your friend. I want to be, you know, I want to be your man. I'm like, look, let's just keep this real. Like, let's really keep this a thousand. You don't know me. You don't know me. I don't know you. So, you know, yeah, but nah, bro. So then he's like, yo, I'm going to hit you. I got to take a road trip real quick. I said, that's cool. Where are you going? Because again, I'm slow to build. So I may necessarily be receptive and, and all that extra flattery stuff. They don't get me off the gate. But I do respect the fact that, you know, he did help me with giving me some business tips. And I'm thinking in my head at the time, again, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Platonically, he's cool. So I'm like, you know, yeah, he just flirting, whatever. Ain't nobody taking him seriously. He knew that. And I told him up front, I ain't taking you seriously like that. So at least you know. He was like, yeah, I got to take me a uh, road trip. I got something to do this weekend. <laughs> I said, what you got to do? Um, I got to go to a baby shower. I said, oh, that's what's up. Who's having a baby? He was like, my baby mama. I said, Skill- what? So you all up in my DMs. You talking about wanting to get married in February. You putting 10 on two. And y'all know that's, that's a phrase. When you put 10 on two, I don't know if y'all say that outside the South, but in the South, when you put 10 on two, that means you putting extras on bare minimum stuff that don't require that. So I'm like, you putting 10 on two, acting like you want to be with me and all this other mess. And you putting on the, you know, you laying it on extra thick. You got a whole baby on the way. You failed to say that. So you want to plan a marriage, not telling me. That if I had been interested down the line, that I would have been a stepmama. Like, don't do me. Don't like. I was like, oh, he one of those. Oh, that's a red flag right there. So he's like, yeah, the baby's doing like, <laughs> the baby doing like three weeks. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you got some stuff you got to worry about besides a marriage, baby. Don't worry about me. You got some things you got to handle. Okay, you got a whole child. That's it. Y'all know. Y'all know. Especially my ladies, y'all know when a man talking about he got a child under a certain age, you already know if he's not with the mom, you're going to more than likely, more than likely, 
If they don't have a good co-parent situation, you're going to more than likely be dealing with baby mama drama, child mother drama, co-parenting drama. Like, don't nobody got time for that. And not to mention, like I said, I wasn't seeing him like that anyway. But just to know that he just conveniently threw that in at the end, I said, oh, yes, definitely, definitely not going to take this further than the conversation it's in. So I'm like, cool. Um, All right. So, um, yeah, you know. You should let me, um, you know, you should let me take you out when you're in L.A. Um, he didn't live in L.A. He lived outside of L.A. But he was talking about, yeah, I got property, you know, my business. You know, we just did our first, I think he said six-figure month or something like that. Yeah, we just did our first six-figure month. You got let me, let me spoil you for a little bit. I'm like, sir, again, I don't know you. You laying it on thick. You got a child due in three weeks. You're finna go to the baby shower. You want to spend money on me. You're trying to already make plans because you know I've already said on social media I'm finna come back to L.A. Because at the time, I hadn't quite told everybody that I was moving to L.A. I was kind of throwing hints because I was visiting L.A. so frequently in 2018 that it was only a matter of time um, before I started really sharing it. Saying, hey, y'all, by the way, I'm finna be here permanently. Um, so I was just kind of like, <laughs> boy, please. But... I was like, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this is just a trip to look for a place to live, kick it with my peoples, and I'm going to go back home. I was very clear about my trip. Wait, hold on. Who fireworks. They're already doing the fireworks. They've been, they've been playing uh, with the fireworks since 3 p.m., y'all. So bear with me for that pause because, you know, sometimes you never know. Sometimes you got to pause and make sure they're not... Uh, gunshots, but you know, we just have to keep it extra real here. We're just being honest. Um, it is summertime and stuff does get a little, uh, a little live in the summertime and that's not always a good thing. But, um, so I get to LA, I kick it with boo, boo one and boo two. If y'all know, I got two, uh, two homies that live out here. Uh, LA boo number one, which is my homegirl, Brittany, LA boo number two, which is Tetris. Um, I've known both for a very, very long time, anywhere between probably like nine to Eight, maybe eight or nine years to about sixteen years. So I've been I've been down with these folks for a while. So they are my booze. I love them to death. So well, love them to life. Let me correct that. I love them to life. So I kick it with them. He sees me on Instagram and hits me on Twitter. It says, "Yo, I see you in town. Let's get up." Mind you, I'm out going to concerts. I'm going to clubs. I am living my life, okay? I'm out. I'm not checking no DMs because the way I look at it is, ain't finna be no link-ups. If you don't have my number, we not, I've already had my plans in my itinerary set on what I was going to do with who I was going to do it with. So I wasn't making no room like that. I didn't even give him the expectation that I was finna see him. None of that. It wasn't a, hey, by the way, I'm going to be in LA. Let's link. I didn't say nothing of the sort. Never even told him directly I was coming to LA. None of that. I seen the DMs, left it on scene, and kept it moving. So he's like, yo, let's get up. I see you out. Let me know where you at. And then, you know, I can link up with you, whatever, whatever. I got your homegirl, whatever y'all want. Again. I had looked at it and seen it because at this point I'm out. So I'm over here. I don't even remember where I was. I was out. I remember seeing it. I had um, opened my DM for a minute on Twitter and was kind of like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't respond. I was kind of like, like, what is he talking about? Like, again, because I'm out and I wasn't paying it on mine. So I continue the rest of my night. I'm getting notifications, right? All in my Twitter inbox. I don't even open them. I'm like, uh, like I, I'm out. Like, I'm doing my thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not 
studying you or whoever. Because at the time I didn't realize it was him. I just kept getting notifications that I was getting DMs in my Twitter um, inbox. So I wake up and I see all of these messages and he's basically throwing a tantrum in my DMs because he is not able to get a hold of me because he drove to L.A., y'all. He drove to L.A. Supposedly, let him tell it, to link up with me. What would possess you to drive over an hour and a half to Los Angeles to link up with somebody who didn't give you no green lights, no phone numbers, no plans, no expectation, no agreement of, yeah, we should link up. I didn't give him none of that. We had never even got, he, he didn't even know my last name. I didn't tell him my last name. It was weird. I didn't send him no pictures. I didn't give him no type of expectations that we was on the same page attraction wise and that he was going to see me once I got to LA. So when I saw that, I said, oh, he he's, he's a little off. Okay. Uh, all right. So I was like, I can either ignore this man or I can set the boundary. I probably should have went with the former, but I went with the latter. I went to my Instagram and he's also in my DMs talking about SMH. I was like, why you send me all those messages? What was that about? And he says, you lame. And then next thing I knew, I didn't see the conversation no more. And I was like, okay. Like, I wasn't tripping. I went to my Twitter, and then I realized um, <laughs> he blocked me. He blocked me on all social media. He blocked me on Twitter. He blocked me on Instagram. And I was like, wait, wait, let me make sure I get this right. So this man done put 10 on 2 from day one. I told this man I wasn't looking for no type of situation like that from him. The man got a child due in three weeks. The man literally had just came back from visiting the child mama at the baby shower. I told this man again, I wasn't trying to date him or anybody like that. I told him I didn't see it for him like that. I was very upfront with him. It wasn't like I led this man on. I kept it distant. Um, once I realized that he was kind of putting on the extras, talking about getting married in February at the time, like I said, it was like, like early June. We weren't even talking that long. So I was kind of like, you know, you first, you trying to give me help with my business you know, but that's really a way for you to get in because you think you finna just turn, you know, be business mentor, turn lover, turn husband. You're doing a lot. I only had talked to this man for a couple of weeks and it was mostly about business. Even though he was trying to flirt, I stopped him where he stood. I kept a distance. Once he found out um, I was coming to L.A., he tried to insert himself in my L.A. plans and that did not work because I did not answer the DMs. And then he called me lame and then proceeded to block me. Some of you sensitive mofos are probably him and you're probably going to assume that I somehow put myself in a situation. And if you think that, I need you to unfollow me on every platform you follow me on. I need you to unsubscribe from any email list, unsubscribe from any text messages. I need you to like legit because I don't want to be connected um, or sharing space with anybody who would justify such um, BAM behavior. Figure it out. If you go subscribe to BAM Behavior, we are not on the same frequency and I do not want to share energy or space with you. Um, usually people try to make it the woman or the, the person that's being pursued for, oh, you must have did something. I'm telling y'all, I'm way, 
I'm way more player than I let on. And what I mean is I'm not a player. But what I mean is I am very upfront and everybody knows where I stand. I do not play games with people. So I keep it player with folks at all times so there's no confusion. I kept it extra player because he was so messy trying to do the extras because he had a child on the way, because I wasn't attracted to him. I started to not even respond to dude after I'd already told him I was not seeing it for him like that. So it wasn't that kind of party. I'm not that person that likes to string people along and and make people think that there's a carrot at the end of the tunnel. I don't like that because personally, I do not like having to act like I like somebody when I don't. I don't play them kind of games with people. And plus, all attention ain't good attention. So I don't even like to entertain people like that just because I, I need an ego stroke. I'm not that person. But I seen that and was like, dang. So the expectation is that this man somehow had an expectation that because he had gave me advice that I was supposed to return the favor somehow. He gave me um, and again, these are all unknown expectations to me at the time, but he was putting an expectation on because he wanted something that I was just supposed to deliver. The man made his plans around me when I didn't even tell him when I was coming to L.A. I didn't have my number. I didn't do anything. This man saw me on social media talking to people on my live and on my post that I was coming to L.A. This man made it a point to check my social media, get in his car and drive to L.A., hoping that. We could somehow link up somehow. Y'all, going back to expectations, even though some of us may not do this on such an extreme level, some of us may do it on a minute level, which is like we expect people to text us back immediately or text us back and drop with what they're doing to, to talk to us. Sometimes we have to check our expectations, myself included. I'm never above my own advice, as y'all know. If you've been following Spiritual Homegirl, y'all know I am very much proud to be imperfect and I'm never again above my own advice or anything that I say. But I just wanted people to check their expectations before they get their feelings hurt. Do not make plans around people that have not allowed you in those plans of theirs. If they have not invited you, you don't have plans with that person. If they have not told you anything about wanting you somewhere or wanting to link with you somewhere, that's not, we don't have set plans. You feel me? I just don't want people to get their feelings hurt. Or if a person texts you, if you text somebody because you got time in your day, don't automatically assume that that person has time because they don't. I'm super busy. I literally have people that have tried to guilt trip me into not responding when they want me to. And I've had to light them up respectfully. Like, like, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's easiest way to get cut off. Because you're putting pressure on people to act the way you want them to. And that's the problem with expectations. Now, wanting dignity and respect on, you know, by being a human, like because you're a human, you deserve basic decency, respect. Cool. That's a healthy expectation to have. But lumping that into somebody texting you back when you want them to, that's not the same. So please check your expectations before you get your feelings hurt. Please. It's not a good place. It's not a good place to be in. Imagine being cool until you're not cool because of something that you did when you probably just could have let it ride, you know? So that's today's episode. If you want to find me, you can find me anywhere on social media. I'm spiritual homegirl everywhere. Why? Because um, because I, I own the name. That's why. <laughs> if you're going to keep it honest. <laughs> y'all, creators, please trademark y'all stuff. Please own y'all stuff, okay? I'm spiritual hunger everywhere. Um, for real though, all jokes aside, I am. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, Clubhouse. I'm everywhere. Honestly, Clubhouse fell off so bad. Oh my goodness, we're gonna talk about that too. 
oh my goodness, it, it fell off. Once they started doing them moaning rooms, I'm like, oh, it's it's a wrap for this app, okay? It's a wrap for the cap on this app. But I am there. I haven't been on there in a while. Who knows? I might do something there um, if spirit guides me. As of right now, though, we're taking a, a little breaky break. But I am doing my Cancer Sun Sign Challenge in my Patreon. I had some homework for my peoples. I also have changed one of my tiers. We're going to do private meditation. So I'm really excited about that. If you want to join again on Patreon, um, patreon.com forward slash spiritual home girl. What else is going on? Tribe letter. You can sign up at spiritual home podcast.com or click the link in my show notes. Also, you can text the word home girl one zero to eight one four nine three and join my text club. I am going to start doing another challenge uh, very soon. I just want to figure out which challenge I want to do. I have so many great ideas and I cannot wait to share them with you all. And what else is going on? Is that everything? Oh, spiritualhomegirl.shop. I have some cute intuitive warrior t-shirts, crop tops, and um, tank tops if y'all want to look cute in the summer. Um, you could definitely tap in there. If you signed up for the text club for the text challenge, you have a, I mean, honestly, when you sign up for the text club, you get a discount anyway. So once you sign up for the text club by texting the word homegirl10 to 81493, you can actually get a 10% off discount. It'll give you a code and you can use it on the shop. So, um, oh yeah, before I end this episode though, I know some of y'all going to ask me who this person is. I'm not messy. Um, (laughs) but it is ironic when I see a tweet and then I'll see this person, (laughs) he, man, he's one of them super, how how do I describe him? And it's no shade when I describe him. Y'all know for millennials, there's a wave of influencers that were able to leverage based on press, but we really don't know how much money they made. Um, the press said they made money, but we don't really know how much um, and they're popular because they tweet about business, even though they're not necessarily um, successful. As far as we know, they just have a blue check or money um, where they show that they have money like they kind of give the illusion. That was him. He's in that class of of um, influence. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, that man was he was giving me stalker vibes i'm so glad that ended the way it did y'all protect yourselves okay anyway this has been a bedtime episode of the spiritual homegirl podcast my name is maria the spiritual homegirl and remember trust the journey trust yourself watch for stranger danger stalkers and um check your expectation and draw the line when someone tries to govern you by theirs okay love y'all peace